This is a Kelly's Angels production. Hi everyone, I'm Mark Mulholland and welcome to The Upbeat, a podcast about perseverance and hope from Kelly's Angels. This is a show for anyone who knows what it's like to face loss and adversity. It's all about getting through grief and rediscovering joy in life. Thank you for listening. The Upbeat is an all-volunteer and in-kind effort. The financial support from our generous podcast underwriters directly benefits families served by Kelly's Angels. This episode of The Upbeat is sponsored by the Bobert Family Fund, News Channel 13, and Gastroenterology Associates of Northern New York. On this episode of The Upbeat, I'm talking with Sarah Cataray of Middle Grove, New York. Sarah's a wife, mother, teacher's aide, and a breast cancer survivor. She's pretty amazing, not only for what she's persevered through, but for how she's chosen to pay it forward and help others. I'm going to let Sarah's children, Ryder, who was 10, and Nellie, who was 8, tee up this story by sharing a little about their mom and her battle with breast cancer. Were you guys worried about mom when she was diagnosed with cancer? Yeah, we were younger, so we thought like she was gonna die because like we, when we heard people that had cancer, most of them died, so we were really upset about it. How about you, now? You... I was like nervous because she was gonna be in the hospital most of the time. Yeah. Were you surprised? Were you guys both surprised that she did so well? Yes. Yes. Why do you suppose she did so well? Because she believed in God and thought that she would always be okay because she has God and us. And you. Did you guys help take care of Mom a little bit when she was sick? Uh, Nell did all, like, she drained her drains and stuff. And I, was, I was there, like, if she got upset about, like, um, like, if something worse happened, I was there and, like, told her everything would be fine. It's, it's life. Oh, you're, you're great. You are great. Stop making me cry. <laughs> <laughs> what do you love most about your mom? That she's just really caring, nice. Mm, love you. How about you now? What do you love She's most? caring. She's brave. She she's thoughtful. Funny. Funny. Oh and she does a lot of things for people. Great job, guys. Thanks for spending some time with us. So, Sarah, that was pretty special to hear. You have a couple of amazing kids, which is a reflection of you and your husband, Jay. You guys are great people. Let's start from the beginning of this journey you've been on. Tell me about your diagnosis, Sarah. You were, when was that and how did you, how'd you find out about it? I was diagnosed January 15th, 2019, and I received a simple phone call. So you'd been having some pain or? Yeah, so in 2018, I was having um, some pain in my left breast I go to the gynecologist for a breast exam. They're like, it's just a cyst, it's just a cyst. So that was October. And then in January, I go back because that pain is still there. And they're like, cancer doesn't hurt. But it was like this sharp shooting pain. It just did not feel right. Yeah. So finally, they're like, okay, yeah, it's gotten bigger. Scheduled an, another mammogram. We did a biopsy and it was cancer. 
You get a phone call? Yeah, at school. So you're at work. I'm at work. You get a phone call from a nurse. A nurse. And yep. she says, he says, what, what how'd hey, that go? <laughs> Sarah, it's, I forget her name, but she was like, I just wanted to call and let you know, unfortunately, I'm sorry. And right when I heard that sorry, it was like. Your heart sinks. Yeah, yeah. And then I fell to the bathroom floor and then I just cried. She gave me a moment to cry, but I felt nothing. It was just completely empty. They say you don't remember a word after someone says it's cancer. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember that the rest of the phone call. Maybe the the goodbye. I stood up, brushed myself off, and I was like, I gotta go back to work. And it was probably the best thing because it kept me busy. And you go back to the class. Yep. Clearly shaken. Yeah. Tell anyone? At the moment, no. I think the teacher that I was with probably knew my eyes were red and whatnot, but. The kids were a great distraction. Like there was nothing I could do. I had cancer. There was an, I couldn't rip it out of my body at the time. So I just had to go on. How helpful were distractions through your journey? How helpful were those sorts of things to be able to go into a classroom, smiling faces, maybe not some smiling faces, but to be able to focus on them rather than what's inside you. Yeah, it was, a, it's amazing because when I entered the school, I was Miss Cattery. The kids didn't know that I had cancer. So right there, it was allowed me to just focus on them and my job instead of, you know, Sarah going to the doctor's office, going doing that, you know, it, it was amazing. So what um, was the course of treatment? What was the recommended course of treatment? You, you get the phone call, you yep. talk it over with your husband, Jay, and your two children, um, then what? So we go in, Unfortunately, because of the size, I could not do a lumpectomy, which stinks because at the time, if that first doctor's appointment, they, if they would have just did a biopsy, but it, lead, uh, it led me to a double mastectomy, chemo, radiation. I got the whole kit and caboodle. <laughs> how, did it, how did that go? Was it difficult? Um, yeah, I went through five surgeries. Um, I had some complications. It was only supposed to be two but I had five. So while you were in treatment, did you get sick? Were you nauseous? Were you... I didn't. So when I started chemo, everybody was like, you're going to be so skinny. And I was like, sweet. This is going to be a good diet. The drugs, the nausea drugs are so good that I actually gained weight. Was there food you enjoyed eating more? Oh gosh, were... everything. We had a food train. People were bringing us food. I mean, the carbs, the Everybody says sugar is bad for like cancer, yeah, but right. I eat it anyways. You know, like it is what it is. Life's too short. Yeah. So now fast forward, um, your health is good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm in remission. My hair is growing back. And what do you have to do? How often are the appointments now? And, and So I go every month to see my oncologist. I get a Lupron shot in my um, stomach that allows, it just keep, puts me in menopause, keeps me in menopause because my cancer was um, positive for estrogen. Sure, yeah. So I'm in menopause at the age of 42. Um, I, so I go there every month and then every three months I see the doctor, I get my blood drawn to check my markers and then every three months again, I go to my breast uh, specialist. I'm so glad to hear you're doing well, and I will always be here to support you. 
We're going to take a quick break to thank our underwriters, and then we'll be back to hear the remarkable things Sarah has done to pay forward all the love and support she's received during her battle with cancer. Stay with us. Support for The Upbeat comes from the Bobert Family Fund, which supports charitable organizations that efficiently use the resources they have to make a disproportional impact on the world around them. WNYT News Channel 13, the NBC-affiliated TV news station providing breaking news, sports, and weather to viewers in New York's Capital Region, as well as Berkshire County, Massachusetts, and Bennington, Vermont and Gastroenterology Associates of Northern New York, where board-certified, fellowship-trained doctors provide state-of-the-art diagnostic and therapeutic gastroenterology, endoscopy, and colonoscopy services for patients in Warren, Washington, and Saratoga counties. Learn more at giassociatespc.com. If your business would like to be an underwriter and help Kelly's Angels, email us at theupbeatpod at gmail.com. Now back to my dad's interview with breast cancer survivor, Sarah Catteray. I want to talk about uh, you and paying it forward because, um, yes, Kelly's Angels helped you with a, with a trip. You guys had had a long planned trip mm-hmm. to Universal. We helped you with, with that yeah. a little. But you come back from that mm-hmm. and you say, no, I want to help Kelly's Angels. Yeah. So you have an end of treatment party. And you make Kelly's yeah. Angels the beneficiary. Oh, tell, yeah. tell me, where, tell me where you came up with that idea and why you wanted to do it. It was Jay's idea. My husband, he, um, he's like, let's have a party, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> so it was at the Saratoga Winery, which our friends own, Rich and Tara. They were so grateful that they donated this space, yeah. and we sold tickets and to our friends just to come celebrate the journey that not just myself, but everybody went through. Yeah. It wasn't just me. And then, yeah, we just... Decided to Kelly's make it Kelly's Angels, yeah. Which, it's... which was terrific, and we'll always be yeah. grateful for that. But you yeah. weren't done. No. So the pandemic strikes, yeah. and you start making masks for people. Yeah. Out of the goodness of your heart, oh. you make masks for people yeah. and say, no, I don't want any money. But if you're inclined, if you'd like to make a donation, make a donation to Kelly's Angels. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't... There's so many people that just needed the masks. I couldn't be like, okay, 15 bucks for a mask. Like I couldn't make a profit out, out of some something that somebody needed. Like I just, that's not in my heart. So made masks for my friends. And then, you know, Lindsay, who I met through Kelly's Angels, reached out and was like, hey, I have a proposition for you. And I didn't know it was going to be that many masks. And, and she works yeah. for DeCrescenti Distributors, yes. a large yeah. distributing uh, company up yeah. here in upstate New York, yeah. right? And, and so you made how many masks for them? I think I made two or three hundred. I have chemo brain still. That is still my excuse of not remembering stuff. So two or three hundred, and that was that was a process. But I got it done, and. I haven't made a mask since. No, two or three hundred masks yeah. you made out of the goodness of your heart again yeah. for this distrib- distributing company, not accepting any money. Correct. They say, okay, well, we'd like to make a donation mm-hmm. to the charity of your choice, and you yeah. tell them. Kelly's Angels. Kelly's Angels. Yeah. Which was phenomenal. So you continue yeah. to pay it forward. Um, how is it? How is it that you're able to keep such a, a sunny disposition mm-hmm. when you were faced with a horrible diagnosis? Yeah. I have a loving husband, two beautiful children. How was it? How were you able to stay so upbeat? It is literally, it's, it's so simple. It's just my faith. Like it, 
my faith had carried me through this whole entire journey. It's, um, I went to church as a little girl. Um, you know, I've had some falling outs. I went back to church, but my sister and I were doing a Bible study and I was in that Bible study, um, during cancer and it just, it literally carried me. That's terrific. Yeah. Um, what haven't we talked about that you'd like to talk about as it relates to your journey? You talked about all the people who've, who've helped you and, and guided you. And were you surprised by that, by the way? I, I know we were. I speak from experience that uh, even people we didn't know were mm -hmm. helpful to us as, mm -hmm. as we were going through a, a battle. Did you find that as well? Yeah, I did. It's those people, and we're so grateful for those people that just come out of the woodwork that are just so kind and supportive because I think a lot of them have gone through the similarities that I have. So it's just, it's bittersweet. You have cancer completely sucks it's horrible yet you're welcomed into a family like no other a fraternity oh, i'm gonna get emotional a fraternity or a sorority yeah. you never wanted yeah. to be a part of but yeah but you are it's so true yeah um power of close friends yeah as you battled this yeah uh, super do you have some yeah. super oh, supporters I'm get tired. yeah i mean that were there through the thick and thin that would take my kids and yeah it's unbelievable. Always, like I said, yeah. Always be grateful to yeah. them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't want to, I didn't, it wasn't my intention to get you choked up, but this oh, no, is, it's, it's okay. an emotional topic, yeah. isn't it? I mean, yeah. I mean, you going through the process, I didn't really know how much it affected me until going to my survivorship appointment. That's when it all hits you. Survivorship appointment. What's that? Yeah. So, and just going after all your treatments are over. So they sit down and you're like, okay, this is what you went through. And that was the moment of, oh my gosh. Clarity, I right? Yeah, I went through a journey. Yeah. They usually, when it's like fight or flight. So I totally was just, you know, I Ready was in go. fight mode. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I had my, you know, my boxing gloves up. And then when the dust settled was when it all the quiet me. time so you're down the adrenaline yeah. is no longer yeah. flowing i remember that yeah. when, when kelly was diagnosed it was not if we beat this it was always when yeah when we beat this so there was no question that because you have to you mm -hmm. have to have that mindset while you were going through treatment even now i mean you, being a young parent isn't easy a parent of a 10 and 8 year old yeah how do you take time for yourself now that my kids are older i think it's easier to be like hey i'm gonna go upstairs for a minute give me a, like some space toddlers i mean you can't even lock yourself in the bathroom without like those fingers coming underneath so i think you just you just have to find those moments of maybe putting your child to bed a little bit earlier at night so then you have that extra half an hour just to sip a tea or read book or meditate it's those times take advantage or even waking up a half an hour earlier in the morning to get that time. Is there anything else at all you want to add, Sarah? But I would just say, you know, um, if anybody ever needs anything, like just to reach out. I know sometimes it's so hard to ask for help, but I mean, crap, call me. I will be more than happy to help anybody that's going through this, you know, and if you have to shave your head, do it. You're a good person. Sarah Makes you Tanner. feel badass when you shave your head. <laughs> I got a skull tattoo, you know, when would on my neck, you know, 
any other time, when could I have a shaved head? Because you can, you can get, get you away know? with it, right? Yeah. yeah, but just reach out to help. There's so many, you know, groups and, you know, just... And people willing yes. to help, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's okay if you have to ask. It is hard. You're right. It, it is, is hard because we're so raised. Hard. No, take care of yourself. Take care. Of, you yeah. know, Look yeah. out for yourself. Take yeah. care of yourself. And then this yeah. happens. You do, you do need help. Yeah, and it's okay. It is. Thanks so much for joining us on the upbeat, and best of luck to you and your family. Now, Sarah mentioned that there are a lot of groups out there who offer help and support. I want to remind families in New York's capital region who are battling a life-threatening condition or dealing with a loss that Kelly's Angels is one of those groups that is here to help you. You can learn more about what we do at kellysangelsinc.org. On the next episode of The Upbeat, I'll sit down with one of golf's greatest, Dottie Pepper, who is also a longtime supporter of Kelly's Angels. We'll talk about perseverance and giving back. It's a conversation that's on par to be one of our best episodes yet, so you'll definitely want to tune in to hear what the winner of two major championships and 17 LPGA Tour events has to say. Until next time, I'm Mark Mulholland. Take care and stay on The Upbeat. Special thanks to Emily Yan, a graphic designer and art director who invested her time and talent to create our podcast logo videographer, editor, and Kelly's Angels board member, Lou Graff. Coordinating producer and Kelly's Angels board member, Jenny Sperano. And all the volunteer Kelly's Angels board members who had a hand in making this podcast possible. And one of those board members is my daughter, McKenna Rose Mulholland, who's been doing a great job as our voiceover talent for this podcast. So thank you, McKenna. You're welcome, Dad. Can I finish now? You bet. Thanks for listening to The Upbeat. <laughs>